VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Bring us in, babe. Welcome to Coco Caliente. <laughs> we survived another leg. Or two. Actually, yeah, we survived another two legs. Um, Dubai uh, and Uganda. Dubai and Uganda. That Those were tough. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Those were... Yeah, the dinosaur thing was um, probably the most that we've sweated the whole time. Do you think? Yeah, Dubai, uh, and I and I wish they showed like the a heatometer or something thermometer. Mm-hmm. It was over like a hundred degrees at night. I mean, it was <laughs> yeah. just like super humid, and I, and I think that's one of the reasons why we ran the leg at night. Oh, for sure, because during the day it would have been intolerable. Yeah, like I cannot With imagine. With the sun. Yeah, exactly. And so, no, it was just one of those things that it was like you had, you really had to get used to that. And I mean, that then at the same time there was no getting used to it. You were just constantly sweating. The dinosaur suits kept in the heat, though. Like, oh my gosh, my face was really red. You could see it. Okay, first. Let's talk about the double chin angle at the very beginning. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even know. Okay, cameraman, you cannot go underneath my face. I'm just like, what the heck? It was, it was insane. Like the double chin, it looked like I had was so bad. Yeah, I will say we were the only team that got like the down up <laughs> angle. Everybody else had like just like oh, straight man. face. You know, it just cracked. It cracked me up. Honestly, I was laughing because it's like I look like. I mean. I weigh a lot more than you what I do. You look fine. I mean, I honestly, I didn't even it's notice. It's funny, funny. I just had to bring it up because I feel like people were thinking it. So I don't think anybody was saying it. People are going to rewatch now oh, and great. try to <laughs> look at it. <laughs> uh, um, oh, something that uh, we didn't know when we got into Dubai is, so we ran and just grabbed a cab, right? We grabbed the first cab that mm-hmm. was available. And little did we know that females uh, are not allowed to drive as fast as the male drivers. And I looked because we don't know what she told us. The driver told us because we were like, they're passing. I was like, please go faster. And she's like, no, I can only go like 70 and it's kilometers and per hour. And then they are allowed to go with certain kilometers per hour. It for sure wasn't miles per hour. It's kilometers per hour because I was trying to figure it out. Was she going about like 70 miles an hour? Oh, she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. But he could go, the guys can go, you know, like, like 80 or, or whatever or more, yeah. And uh, and then watching the show, all the people who got to the tea thing first had guy drivers. Mm-hmm. So it made sense because we all literally got in a cab at the same time. 
And, and we, we didn't get lost or anything. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's just kind of weird, like one of those things that you don't know and it kind of hurts you in the game. Yeah, uh, so if we go to Dubai again ever, like <laughs> we have to, and we're in a race, we have to make sure to get a male driver because otherwise we're going to be way behind. Yeah. And then back to the dinosaur costumes, not only were they, it's like a walking sauna, mm-hmm. right? I had a hard time actually getting mine on. My batteries weren't working. That was a really pain in the butt. But then you can't hear in those things. Yeah, we literally, we fought in those things, kind of. Like, I wouldn't say fought. I was just, like, trying to get his attention, but he couldn't hear me because he was just hearing the whoosh, whoosh, Yeah, whoosh, that's literally whoosh, all you hear inside the... And yep. he can run so much faster than me, so he's always ahead of me, and I can't catch him because he can't hear me, and I can't catch him to, like, hit him and be like, slow down. So it was just, like, it was, he just thinks I can run, like, he's freaking running so fast. He thinks I can keep up. Next thing you know, he turns around. He's like, where's Nicole? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I can imagine how frustrated she was. And I mean, it's just like like I said, you're you're in the moment. And mm -hmm. then I was getting all types of eggs that I didn't even need, like getting (laughs) two of the same color and... Yeah. yeah, but they didn't show any of that. So they did show you with two green eggs, and I said, "Go put that back." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! And then, I mean, and the thing is, we weren't we weren't doing bad. Like we would finish things and get on to the next thing, but just somehow we we with just driving. Kept, yeah, the driving just kept getting us passed up. It, yeah, it was uh, it, it was pretty crazy to me. I just I I didn't understand it. Yeah, no, it was weird. We like were ahead of a lot of people, and then somehow we got behind, but we didn't get lost. Yeah, we never got lost. So and I don't, I don't know how people just you can really make up a lot of time in your taxi. And when we when we finished the silent disco, well, when Nicole finished the silent disco, like when we were getting into our cab, we could see Chris and Brett getting into their cab, mm-hmm. like it was that close. And then our taxi driver actually dropped us off at the wrong garage. That's true. And then we ran in and out of like two (laughs) or three different garages with Tyler and Corey running next to us side by side Mm -hmm. uh, until we finally found the right garage. But it's just like you give them the directions and you hope that they take you to the right place, right? Where where it says on the paper. We knew we were getting into the garage. We just didn't know. And the thing is, is when you're running a race and another team's right next to you, so if you see them get dropped off, and even though if you think it's the wrong place, you're kind of like, just drop me off by them because you know you're competing. We were competing for fourth at that point, and yeah. we're just like, we really just like, we want to be in the right spot. They know what they're doing. This isn't their first time. And I think that's kind of what caused us to get dropped off at the wrong spot, no, too. No, actually, we got dropped off first, oh, and Tyler and Corey were behind us. And so they got dropped off they, at the wrong spot. They got actually dropped see off at the wrong spot because of us. See, like, how you... You think like, okay, let's go do what they're yeah, doing. Exactly. And That's so prime you kinda, example. But also we were so we were in the elevator together mm-hmm. in um going in the elevator first will make you last because you're at the back. Yeah. So, That's what happened with Chris and Brett too. They got into the elevator yeah. first and then Team Fun got in after them, so <laughs> exactly. they got out second. You so know? it's just funny, you like re- literally ride the elevator up with a team and it's like two steps and one person gets you yeah. know, a whole place ahead of them. But it's the yeah. same. So then when you, I don't know if people know this, but when you like depart to the next place, say they pick like 12 hours or 16 hours, that's how much time you get to like sleep Rest. and hang yeah. out. 
Um, and then, so like say how Tyler and Corey finished two seconds before us, we would leave two seconds behind them to the next location. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you're really close, the place don't really matter. It's not like third place leaves an hour before fourth place. No, it's just literally that second. So two seconds behind. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. It's pretty crazy how that works. And then, and the places do matter sometimes, you know, but. If it's that close, sometimes it doesn't. I no, mean, it I, just depends on how the leg goes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, you just don't want to be last at that point. Ugh. If you're not, like, in the first couple, you just don't want to be last because it's all... <laughs> the middle's the middle. <laughs> you know? And then being able to leave with the pack is nice, mm-hmm. you know? So everybody's kind of together. And then, so after Dubai, we go to Uganda. And we're going to get more into this uh, with our guests today. Uh, Janelle and Brittany. Yeah. Um, so that'll be fun. But in in uh, Uganda, the Pearl of Africa, we when we left the airport, our taxi driver was driving like a madman. Oh, yeah. He grabbed my <laughs> hand. It was like instant connection. Victor was like waiting for the booth thing. Which, uh, what, he was the, the reason f- everybody ran to the booth. You had to. Is because we had to. Yeah, the rules. The, there's a lot of rules, but then there's a lot of things that like if you can say how I was like at the end of the pack because Vic can run fast and I can't. I just found like a cool guy and he like grabbed my arm and was like, let's go, let's go. And I was like, come on, Vic. So it was perfect. Yeah. Um, I'm at the end. He's in the front. We're guarding both sides. He, and he, there's like these, uh, there's like, you know, the arm, the arm barrier thing where they have a booth and they have the little arm that comes up yeah, and down. Yeah. So we passed a car right before going through that arm barrier. Mm-hmm. And then that arm barrier wasn't even going up. The guy just kept driving and last second it went up and we flew out of there. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was pretty intense. He was intense. a really, really like good taxi driver. And he knew what the amazing race was. Yes. And he knew where he was going. It was like. <laughs> jackpot day yeah he did good uh, but then down the line during the leg we got in a car wreck yeah, and then they, he wanted us to kind of pay for the damage we did not have enough money and it wasn't our fault yeah like we were leaving the owino market um and and we were kind of like stuck in traffic so it was a lot of stop and go and i don't know you guys saw but it was just packed in there and then actually another team, I can't remember what team was behind us, rear-ended us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we were kind of in a situation where it's like, I hope we don't have to stop and like assess damage, do all the stuff yeah. that you would normally do because that would really put us behind our drivers. Like, you know, whatever, let's go. And he didn't. Yeah. And then when we got to the head-to-head area, he was trying to like... I was like, dude, I don't got any more money. I can't give we you. We literally all. gave him everything we had. <laughs> like I had, but I don't think we paid way more than everybody else. Yeah. Even though, like, he got like a, a little bit of a dent. Like, we still always overpaid. We didn't try to bargain or anything. We're just like, yeah. here, take it, let's go. So, a lot of time, people had extra money to eat in the airport, and Vic and I. We did not. Did not. And so, if anybody ever does go on the Amazing Race down the line in the future, you're listening bargain your taxi rides like yeah. kind of know how much things cost because i we honestly got ripped off like a sometimes lot. vic would just fan the money and be like okay take what you want like take and you know well no i wouldn't go that far no i think you did like once when we were in a hurry nah yeah but i didn't put all our money out oh. like i didn't i didn't i put the smaller not, bills it's fine out to you know do. what i mean i mean it's something no that's I, not fine to do i would do that so i'm just like hey let's because you just want to go i don't recommend anybody do that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i took the smaller bills out and i just fandom and i had my bigger bills in my pocket still you know because i mm-hmm. yeah i mean if you don't know you don't know and when you're trying to i think that was in uh laos yeah, uh, yeah that was in laos when we uh 
And well, so, sometimes we got second. Okay, so this is a question I get a lot. So we Victor's hair was long. Um, I forget to address like the th- the little things. Mm-hmm. Victor's hair was Victor's hair was long because we filmed this a year ago. We were not engaged. We were just dating. dating. Yeah. So um, it, it was quite a yeah. It was a year ago. Yeah. So that's why people kind of get confused. So we are going to have a guest. Just woot, woot. just one. <laughs> half of half of uh... mom's no are they mom's squad? I don't know. Brittany Godwin and she was Brittany Haynes previously. Yeah, so so Brittany and Janelle, we're gonna mm-hmm. have Brittany from uh, that team. Um, Big Brother season twelve and fourteen. Yeah, so hope you guys enjoy. We have Brittany. What is it? Godwin Haynes. Haynes now, right? No, it's Godwin now. <laughs> oh, it's Godwin now. <laughs> Haynes is my stage name, so we'll just keep it Haynes. Okay, okay. Uh, no, but thank you so much uh, for being on the podcast. Welcome to Coco Caliente. Yes. Of course, of course. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. All right, so we start in Dubai. First of all, and and, and I said this earlier, but can you tell people how hot it was? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so hot. I think I think when we actually left Dubai, our mat times were like two, three a.m. And I remember that it was like 103 degrees mm-hmm. at three o'clock in the morning. And then like we're also you know like trying to be respectful of the culture, and so everyone. We had to do like long sleeves. Yeah. yeah. We had to do pants. And so not only was it super hot, but we had to be like very covered up as well, like to be mm-hmm. respectful. So it made it even more so. And then like down by the marina, it was just so muggy, you yeah. know, like humid and muggy by the water. And it, yeah, it was so hot. Yeah. And it, it was. was- so hot it was so crazy because that's what you know nicole and i were talking about like even in those dinosaur costumes it was like a walking sauna that was really it was bad. like a sauna it's so funny because like before we left for race I'm, I'm a huge baby about being cold and so like i bought this new patagonia jacket and like i brought all this stuff to like mm-hmm. keep me warm because i was like just so scared that i was going to be miserable if i was cold and everywhere we went it was so hot i mean i don't yeah. think that ever cold like one time except for like at the end of the Tokyo leg because it was raining and it was maybe like 50 mid 50s yeah and that's like the only time I was even remotely cold the entire (laughs) yeah yeah I think it worked better as like a blanket on the airplane or a pillow (laughs) oh yeah totally like I was cold in the airports but like as far as racing it was always hot like Vietnam was so hot Laos was so hot Mm -hmm. especially like cooking that those ducks or whatever we had to do it was so hot like it was just, it was like a really hot season. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's really cold seasons too. And they don't tell you what to pack. Yeah. Obviously you have to pack for all weather occasions. <laughs> yeah. So if you favor one, one weather like condition and you did not pack for the other. Cause I, yeah, I think I had a lot more warm. I was afraid of being cold too. I bought a, you know, two, how much were those freaking jackets? Yeah, like you, bought a, bought, you got a Patagonia no, jacket too. Bought, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Up. And like I had watched Tyler and Corey's original season, like mm-hmm. right before we left, and they were cold. Like they mm-hmm. were in um, East, like Eastern Europe, and they were freezing. And so I think that I was like, "Oh gosh, like I have to be prepared." Right. 
I'm so miserable when I'm cold. So, but anyways, no, it was very, very, very hot in Dubai. I think probably the hottest place I've ever been. And and what was going through y'all's minds when you were putting your eggs in what looked like a trash can? Oh my gosh, it was so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. So we go and we like collect all these eggs, right? And so we're like, okay, we're good. Like we got our eggs. Like we're ready. Let's find the nest. But run back up to the beginning or like the entrance to the park because we had seen everyone was like going to that area. Right. So we go to the entrance to the park and like you have to realize that this is where like production has like this is where their like production camp is okay so like bertram is there like everyone is there and they had at the front of the park they had these they're tall like dinosaur eggs that were cracked at the top and so janelle was like that's the nest and i'm like i'm like no that's an egg like that's not the nest i was like no i don't think that's it just yes it is yes it is get over here so we run, we throw those eggs into this like empty, like it's it's a trash can. It's basically like a trash can. <laughs> throw our eggs in, and we turn around like fully expecting to get our next clue. So we turn around and we're like looking right at production, and we're like, Jen, can we get a check? You guys, it was cricket. Weird. Like not one word. Everyone is just staring at us, and we're like. Is anyone going to say anything? Like, where's the person who's checking? Where are you? Hello? <laughs> we have completed the task. Like, we for sure were like, and who's, what's going on? Whose head was spinning? And that was Janelle, I think, <laughs> that, right? was Janelle. that was Janelle. That was Janelle. <laughs> um, but we're having did... a really hard time, like, keeping her head thing on. Yeah, Victor yeah. had struggled with that, too. Yeah, that was a pain. Um, because they were running so fast, Brittany, you and I were just bringing yeah. up the tail end. <laughs> <laughs> more on a Sunday stroll. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. like as um, where did you think when you were putting your eggs in there though? Cause I thought we had told you or helped you. And then I showed, then it showed us, um, telling you guys again, but where did you think everyone else's eggs were? Did oh, I, they, there were like several of those egg things next to each other. Oh, but I, okay. Cause I, I, didn't I know also that. did not think that that's where they were supposed to go. I was oh. just like, okay. I just like dumped them in there and then we had to fish them back out in this thing. <laughs> so now we're having to like fish the eggs back out. And I remember we asked Team Fun, we were like, mm-hmm. where's the nest? And I remember Team Fun was like, oh, sorry, but we're not going to help you. And I was like, honestly, I'm not even offended. <laughs> like, why would you help me? You want, you want help to be like a two-way street and like clearly <laughs> we're not offering anything to you. So I kind of get it. Oh, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, that-, <laughs> that was so fun to watch because I'm just like, I, that was the most stressful competition I think that Vic and I did was the dinosaur I hate, thing. I hated it. And it, it did show like how far we were truly running. Like no. it was a really long way. It was it, a really long way. Yeah. The, they said it's the largest dinosaur park in the world. And I didn't which, know that. I mean, it, 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 they, they, they should have put miles in there, mm-hmm. acres, yes. or, you know, how, how big like, it was. I understand that they have to cut it down for editing purposes, but like before I walked you guys, I ran for a really long time. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) It was so far. It was just like a lot of running. And I, I was like, not confident about it in the first place. And my body was so sore. Like, I can't remember what part of the episode it was, but it showed me walking somewhere. And I'm like, hobbling like (laughs) my body was broken Mm -hmm. I was a broken shattered human being so I mean I just I don't know 
no, <laughs> not bringing it, not bringing the physical dominance. Did you know that Victor? Yeah, I think I told you he, um, he like the first thing he did is he didn't he doesn't really read the clue that good, and he's like, we just got a clicked egg. So the first thing he did is he went and grabbed two green eggs. I'm like, go put one back. Like we need different colors. And then he ran so fast through the park that I couldn't. We almost got a penalty because. Um, they, he was so far ahead of me, but he couldn't hear yeah. me and I couldn't yeah. run any faster. I know. Oh my gosh. I had oh that same problem. Like, no would run out ahead of me and then they'd be like, stay together, stay together. Well, you can't hear anything because right. the dining suit is like shaking in your ears. And yeah, we had that same problem. They would tell oh. us that all the time. You have oh, to okay. stick together, stick together. And it was always me in the back. <laughs> yep. Same. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, um, it was crazy. <laughs> so then, so then we leave. We leave Dubai. We all make it through. We were actually—I don't know about you guys—but I was hoping somebody was going to get eliminated that leg, just because. Because you feel like you do so much. Yeah, and it feels like a waste when somebody doesn't get eliminated. Yeah, you know what I mean? but if it's also, you. Like, well, yeah, I was going to say you just want to save those non-limbs for a time when you mm-hmm. need them. So, like, yeah, it would have been definitely handy if you got into it would have been a non-limb and mm-hmm. like. Dubai would have been a head-to-head or whatever. That would have been great, but it's fine. Yeah. yeah. And then so, yeah, so then we go to the Pearl of Africa, which, you know, Uganda, and, and that was chaos. You know, when I think Pearl, I think delicate, nice, and I bet you it is beautiful in some other places, but we went into, like, crazy city, chaos. you know, yes. <laughs> stuff yeah. market, like that. It was... Um, I, I bad, it was okay. the largest market in, um, like... It was the largest market in Eastern Africa or something. I mean, it was huge. Yeah, they said it was like equivalent to like 20 football fields. Yeah, it was massive. I didn't realize you guys sat in traffic for so long. Yeah, yeah, that surprised so, me. We didn't either, honestly. So we we were, you know, I think when we were like on the highways to go into town, we were like towards the front of the pack. Mm-hmm. So we had every expectation that when we got there, we would be in, you know, second, third, fourth or mm-hmm. whatever. We thought everyone was also in that same traffic. Like, we didn't realize that we were the only people in it. I think our cab just took a different, like, route. And um, everyone got there before us. Because, like, when we were on the highway, you know how you can see teams and be like, oh, so-and-so's behind us, so-and-so's ahead of us. Yeah. We were, like, towards the front. And so when we were going up to the tower, like, yes, we were stressed because the traffic was bad, but we also thought, well, everyone is doing mm-hmm. this. Like, we're not the only team in it, but, uh, we were, <laughs> you guys looked like, like was, you were going straight into oncoming traffic. Yeah. There were no like traffic rules. Like it was just mm-hmm. people going every direction in the street and it was just gridlock. I mean, it was complete gridlock and, we were just like, well, this is like part of it. Like everyone's right. doing this. And so when we showed up to the tower and figured out that we were in last place, we were surprised. Like we were not expecting that because mm-hmm. we just kind of thought that everybody was in the same boat. Yeah. And even even us, I mean, we, we thought we flew like mm-hmm. faster than anybody because our driver just so happened to know what the race was and he was all into it. And uh-huh. even when we got there, Chris and Brett were like right there and we're yeah. like, yeah. oh, wow. Like what the oh, heck type yeah. of route did they take? Mm-hmm. You know? 
I felt bad for our driver because she was the sweetest, sweetest girl. Like, she was honestly trying her hardest. And she felt horrible. Like, she felt so bad. She was apologizing to us. Oh. Like, it's fine. Like, I really felt bad for Mm -hmm. her. I couldn't be mad at all because she, like, obviously wasn't intentional. She wasn't expecting the traffic or whatever. And anyways, she was like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's fine. You tried. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's all I'm doing, too. I'm just trying my best. So I, I get it. It's fine. So, Victor, you've been smelling good lately. What's your secret? <laughs> I stole your secret. <laughs> Scentbird. What I like about Scentbird, and I know you're going to explain what it is in a second. It's just like those little, I like having a bunch of little travel size spray. Yeah, there's uh, like 120 in each bottle, but there's so little. 120 sprays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it, it's cool because it's like a little travel size and you get to try out different scents. Anyway, tell them what it is. So Semperd is where you can pick like five or six perfumes or colognes um, and get them delivered to your door. What they are is a really expensive brand. So I, it's really hard for me in the store to try to smell like perfume when you're spraying like four of them um, or five of them. And, yeah. and so, and you're spraying them on a piece of paper here, they get delivered to your door in tiny, like trial sizes, and you can wear them and see if you like them without buying the $120 bottle that it would cost you at like Macy's or something. Yeah. They have Gucci, Prada, mm-hmm. uh, Dolce Gabbana. They have, they have all those. They have so many different kinds. Um, I fell in love with the Glossier and I'm not even like a perfume person. So that's why I was like, I really want to scent, but I don't want to smell like like overtaken. So I tried five different ones and I fell in love with like three of them and I bought the bigger bottle, but I got to make sure I really liked them first. And now I get compliments all the time. Yeah. You didn't have to spend like four or $500. Like testing on being like, well, I don't never going to use this. I don't really like it. I thought I did. Um, so if you guys are interested in trying, there's a really good deal for our listeners. If you go to scentbird.com forward slash Coco and use the code Coco for 50% off your first month, you will get your first fragrance for seven fifty. Oh wow. Um, so you can get 50% off your first month today. That's only seven fifty. Again, that's scentbird, S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D.com forward slash Coco for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just seven fifty. Sign on and smell amazing. And um, and then going to the Owino market, um, what what some people don't know because I think this is crazy, and you know, and I tell people, you know, my friends and stuff, that it is freaky going to a place like that because if you look them up online in that area, like that's a place that you kind of don't travel on your own, right? If you're not from yep. there, you don't go there. And then on top of that, you we have like these military guys with like mm-hmm. AK forty sevens like walking yeah. around with us. Like, how did that make you feel? It was really scary. To be honest with you, I never felt unsafe the entire time we were on race, with the exception of being in that market. Mm-hmm. And it was really, um, it was like claustrophobic. So mm-hmm. it, it was so busy and it was so tight. And if you weren't participating in the challenge, you kind of just stood off to the side. And it was, I was standing there for so long. And, you know, my camera crew was with Janelle because she was the one doing the challenge. And so I was, I felt like I was completely by myself for a couple of hours. And it was just really scary. Like I was just, I don't know. I get like paranoid anyways. I'm like Mm -hmm. an anxiety ridden person in life. And it just, the longer I sat there, the more like, I don't know. I was like, 
I felt like a squatting duck, you know, like uh, I I couldn't do anything. It was just, I honestly started to get a little bit uncomfortable. That was the only time that I felt uncomfortable in the entire race. Yeah. And, and, and people, you know, people listening, every time we go into a country, they give us these like safety briefings and, Mm -hmm. you know, this is this was one of those places where it was like, you know, you know, be careful, stay with your oh camera. Oh my gosh, do you recall that they're like, when you enter your hotel room, check behind your curtain. <laughs> I'm like, do you have any idea what you're doing to someone who has an anxiety problem? Yeah. Like, these safety briefings were nothing except for like me losing sleep for days. I would leave that briefing and be like, oh my God, I am going to die today. Today is today. Like... Everybody else is like taking it light. Like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'll check my curtains. I'm like, what? (laughs) What are you talking? Remember how they gave us like evacuation orders? Like, they will routinely lose power. And yeah, Yeah. count how many doors down your hotel room. (laughs) Like, oh my god. Brittany, good thing you and I were not partners. We would have drove each other nuts. And we would have been circling the drain from leg one because we have just like compounded each other's anxiety. (laughs) Our personalities are too similar. We would have just been shaking each other like, we're going to die today. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Freaking sleeping in the same bed, not even comfortable. Oh, for sure. It would have been so, so Uh, funny, but bad because yes, like at least Janelle is real chill, you know, so she doesn't get. She gets anxiety about literally nothing. And so, you know, if I'm freaking out, she's like, whatever. Like, it's fine. <laughs> it can kind of like be that counterbalance. Yes, mm-hmm. you and would be just building each other up. It would be a recipe for Yeah. Oh, it would be good. It would be good TV, though. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah, no, cause it is crazy. Cause like, even when we went to, I think it was like when we were in Vietnam, they were having like some political stuff there and they're like, a crowd can, a crowd, uh, a protest can happen at any time. Walk yeah. away. You know, if you're by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Those safety briefings really freaked me out. You guys, like every time I would leave like scared. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, same. But I had Victor, so it w- it helped a lot for summer, you know, obviously. Cause he's like, I felt like protected. Yeah. But you and I, we would have, one of us would have stayed watch and like, <laughs> took sleeping. Like, yes. Uh. And so in that market, like when Janelle left and I was just there by myself, I was, I mean, literally, I didn't have like even my camera guy. Yeah, and so, that's so, I didn't even think of that because I had several other, you know, teams there with oh, me. Oh, yeah, she was by herself. And, yeah. And I was and, by myself. Yeah. And the was floor crazy. was so like, I had Wet. to yeah, I had to carry Victor's like fifteen pound backpack on the front of my chest because I couldn't yeah. set anything down, and I can't imagine yeah. being there by myself. Did you use I the never, restroom when you were right there, or no? I did use the restroom. Me too. And a very interesting experience. <laughs> yeah, it's just it like the crazy. holes in the ground, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and like no TP. I was like, oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this does not feel sanitary. <laughs> oh, okay, so. You, Janelle did the Rolex challenge because you felt like you were behind and did you think like she was a stronger competitor? Basically, yeah. So what happened was before the challenge, like the day before when we were planning like our our big plans for the leg, (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm going to do no matter what the challenge is, I'm doing it. And she was like, okay, good plan. And I'm like, you know, like I'm nervous even going into the leg because I know that I'm going to do the challenge. Mm -hmm. You, You know how it is. It's like you're, you're just already stressed. So 
the whole plan was for me to do the challenge. When we arrived to the tower, we're in last place, which took us by surprise. And that's when, like, I started to really panic. Mm -hmm. And I was always scared on the race of being, like, thrown for, being tricked by the clue and it ultimately being something really physical that I wouldn't be able to, like, really complete well. And so whenever we um, showed up to the market, we had agreed that I was going to do the challenge. And I just basically freaked out and was like, we're in last place. Like, this is the situation where you just have to survive. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yep. this, like survival mode. This mm-hmm. isn't this. We have no cushion. Like we need to put the best player in. And in my opinion, like Janelle was the stronger of the two of us. So I freaked out and was just like, you do it. And she, that's why she was so surprised. She's like, what? Because we had like specifically talked about how I was going <laughs> to do it. Yeah. But I was just panicked. I was like no, you need to do it. We're in last place. Like we have no cushion here. Like we need to send in whoever is the stronger of the two of us. And I consider Janelle to be like more of the A team. I was a little bit more of, you know, the B string. (laughs) So, um, anyways, so yeah, she was surprised. And then to be honest with you guys, it was so freaking brutal. So she runs off. I see her like run away to get Mm -hmm. her information. I don't even realize that she's lost. And it's like, I thought that she was shopping for ingredients. Oh, so you knew, so you knew what was supposed to happen kind of just from clues from around you. I, yeah, I could see you guys cooking. So I was like, you know, this is like a cooking challenge. Did she just run right past us and not notice? She just ran right past. And you know how you open the clue and you get the additional info out and Uh it helps you like whatever. And she didn't do that. so literally she oh, all she read was the Rolex and and just like took off. Well, I thought she was gone shopping for ingredients. And I thought that she was just having a really hard time finding whatever it was she needed. Mm-hmm. And so I mean like everybody starts to leave and I'm standing there by myself and I remember that um one of the story producers came up and was like, "How do you feel about what's happening right now?" <laughs> like and I was like, uh, well, Janelle's looking for her ingredients. Like, I think she's having a hard time. And they just looked at me and they were like, no, Brittany, no. <laughs> but she's not looking for ingredients. And they were like, no. And I was like, oh, oh. is she looking for a watch? And they were like, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, no. oh. So like, cause I didn't even realize it. Like I thought mm-hmm. that she was just like trying to get her groceries or whatever. So Anyways, they had to like basically alert me to the fact I didn't even because she was gone. You know, I couldn't see what she was doing. True. And so she came back to me at one point and was like looking for information. And she also needed money. And they had told me before she got there, like, you cannot help her. It's against the rules. You absolutely cannot help her. So I felt like I couldn't say anything. Helpless. So she, I, I felt so helpless. She came up to me and was like, Oh my gosh, I don't know where anybody is. Da, da, da. And I I felt like I couldn't even speak a word because I was because they had just warned me like you cannot say anything. You cannot yeah, say anything. That's do you know that they you you used to be able to help? Um because I remember when Christine Collins flashback went when he was like looking for this like the ox when he said the ox was broken, his famous yeah. statement. Christy was like helping him on the sideline and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's that would be so beneficial yeah. if you could just be, be like, so it's beneficial. right there, Janelle, you know, that could have been a whole yeah. new, like a whole new game. And like, yeah, it was so brutal. And I, and so they had like, just told me that. So I did not feel like I could say anything right. because they, you know, they had just came and told me that. So I, I just felt so, so helpless. And I felt so bad because mm-hmm. I, I mean, Janelle was 
absolutely trying her hardest. Like, she was going to find a Rolex watch. I think she actually <laughs> found two Rolex watches <laughs> in Uganda in this market. Like, she was doing, honestly, what she thought was, like, the best you know what I mean? Yeah. She, our camera crew was so freaking beat, you guys. Yeah. I can't um, imagine. One of the, the camera guy, like, had tracked it on his phone, and she ran, I think, six miles in that oh, market. Oh, my god! She was running strong. She wasn't even, like, she no, looked like, like she was going, go, go. And they're bursts. You know what go, I mean? Go, go. It's like a sprint, like, sprint, sprint, sprint. Yes. Yeah. yes. She went, ran, like, six miles. The camera crew people were, like, dead. Like, they were, like. Beat. They're like <laughs> wishing she would find this. Yes. So they can get they're a like, break. oh my gosh, they cannot take it because their equipment is heavy too. Like yeah. that oh, yeah. sound backpack is like 30, 40 pounds. I mean, mm-hmm. they were totally beat. And anyways, so she, uh, like she was really trying her hardest. I just felt so bad. Like I just wanted to be able to help her. They basically like threatened me, you know, like you cannot say anything to her. So I, I didn't. Mm-hmm. But I felt helpless, and the, and I just, I don't know, I just felt bad. Like, I knew that she was going to beat herself up about it and be, like, feeling like she, you know, made yeah. this huge mistake or whatever. And I just wanted to be like, it's fine. Honestly, it's fine. It's one, it's not a big deal. <laughs> like, I was supposed to, I felt like it was my fault because I agreed to do the challenge and then totally threw it in her lap. Yeah. So, That's- I was like. It's totally fine. And then you saw that there was a head to head, so yeah, there was a, there's always hope with head to head. What 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 did you guys end up doing? The the stacking the wood or the fish? Oh, we yeah. did the fish. You, we did the fish, which was like really you know nasty. Yes. I think that what doesn't translate on screen at all is how bad it smells. Yes, you guys how it smells. That's why we avoided that because when we were in Laos and we did the fish, our we clothes never stunk still the whole race. Yeah. It smelled so bad. I can't even tell you. It was so stinky. It's like the dead fish. I mean, there's dead fish everywhere. So yeah. it just has a like very putrid smell. But it was fine. Like, at that point, you know, we felt like, okay, we're we're losing this, but we're going to finish as best we can. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we were honestly hurrying and, like, doing our best on the fish. And then we just, whenever we saw it was a head-to-head, it was like, oh, my gosh. It, it's almost like a set, like a wave of nausea, like, oh. Mm-hmm. You know, now because it puts all the pressure, like you've almost resigned yourself. Like, we're just going to finish strong and do the best we can. Then it's like, oh, wait, crap. Like, I have to actually do something. Yeah, you have to turn on. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a little bit scary. Were the Riley sisters still at the fish when you guys were doing the fish? No, we were all by Yeah, We were hours behind, literally hours. Like, I'm not, I, I think we were one to two hours behind the the next to last team wow uh, yeah it looked yeah. it looked a lot closer but the because i think you guys and the riley sisters are the only ones who did the fish right yeah the ones? i think we're the only ones who did the fish yeah and it wasn't like hard it was like a little bit time consuming but we got it fairly quickly yeah the the wood might have been hard for you i mean janelle was exhausted and then the wood was very physical Yes, like, we uh, we did not want to do that wood stacking. We probably wouldn't have even been able to move the bicycle. It was so wet down mm-hmm. there, you know, like there was so much mud, and you were just sinking. And yeah, mm-hmm. I'm surprised I was even able to ride the bicycle, which I did a <laughs> I did a few yeah. times. <laughs> and she was so tired; it was like, nah, we're gonna we're gonna go do do the fish. We can do the gross stuff. Um, and then, so then you guys get to the head to head, and like you said, you. 
all these feelings rush in because you think it's done for you guys. Like you thought it was over. Now you have to, you know, get back in game mode. How yeah. how was the decision making for doing the head to head? Because I guess I guess you couldn't see it, but those you know those actually drums are kind of heavy and they're tall. And they're then the poles are tall. Yeah. Um, well, I just like I. I had I told you guys that I had planned on doing the other challenge and I felt mm-hmm. like I had tossed that on Janelle's lap. Mm-hmm. So I felt like, okay, it's time for me to like take a little bit of responsibility here and mm-hmm. like do something for this team. Yeah. And I also feel like I'm good at puzzles. Like yeah. in general puzzle, I'm just good. I, that's something that I consider myself to be strong at. And I had like worked on puzzles before I left and it was a stacking puzzle, which I felt like, I could totally handle. Yeah. And so for me, I was like, I can do this. Like, I'll do this. You know, it's fine. And um, she agreed. She was like, okay, you know, you can do it. So I, I mean, I actually felt pretty confident going into it just because I feel like mm-hmm. I know my way around a puzzle. Yeah. Puzzles are completely different. Yeah. yeah. If, if, if you can get a puzzle, I mean, it's not a physical thing. You know what I mean? But this most one of, was a little yeah. physical. Yeah. Most of the time, most of the yeah. time a puzzle is, you know, you're like, oh, okay, it doesn't matter yeah. if that true, guy's strong. True. You can just like go in and do the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, and it went so fast. I don't know. It looked a little slower watching the show, but in my mind, Rachel got it in like 20 seconds. Like it felt like no (laughs) at all, you know, like she absolutely killed it. And I don't know in those, like, I feel like with the head to head, most often what happens is people kind of stay in their same order. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what happened last night. I mean, we were there way behind the Riley sisters and then Rachel beat me in the head to head and we went out and it's kind of like, that's the order we finished. So, you know, yeah. you have yeah, to Yeah, be- so it's it would be harder for a team who, say, the Riley sisters got out last night yeah. when they were there before you. They would have probably yeah. felt way more of a type of way than you guys did. Well, and, yeah. and, and they had practice, too, yeah, they, you know what they, I mean? Doing it, being yeah. able to do it, and then do it again. And know, like, your strategy better. Yeah, that, that's a yeah. That, huge difference. I noticed watching last night that nobody ever lost on their second attempt. Yeah. Victor would have like, actually won his first attempt, but they yeah. didn't show it but i messed him up oh you did, did you? yes so he was against colin and colin I had thought he got so close so he had it and then i thought it had to be color and size so i told him to switch the sizes and so he switched them yeah. wait it didn't have to be sizes i thought it had to be sizes yeah too. it didn't have to be so no. like i had what yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I just so happened that I had them all in size order, but that wasn't by design. And then, I did not know that it didn't have to be in size. No, order. that was no. like the trick. And then Phil, even at the mat, made a joke and was like, "You know, you screwed Victor up, but at least you know he listens to his partner." Because it was literally Victor had it, and like, I like I, I had freaking the, sabotaged I had it him in my Are hand to put real? it on the. Yeah, I had it in my hand to put it on the stick, and I had the other one right next and I to was me. Like no, and no. Colin didn't yeah, have. You know, he wasn't there yet. Yeah. And then and then she was like, "No." So then I went back. Put it back, grab the other one. And yeah. I don't know why I thought it was size two and it didn't say in the rules. And that's like, you know, that was like, <gasps> I thought it was size two, Nicole. Like yeah. I to the day thought that it was size. <laughs> yeah, I think in Collins wasn't in size. And then there I was like, does it have to be in size? And they were like, no, like you and that's messed up. And I thought Colin s- said that that was his problem on the, the first time he did it too. So and- you don't. T- uh-huh. Yes. Oh, yes. I was doing it in size two. I didn't even realize that mm-hmm. even watching the show. Yeah. 
Because the two were, one was like a little bit little. So the one was really big and then there was a medium and then there was a little bit yes. smaller. And Vic just had like the medium one on top. I was going to put the medium one on top the small. And I was like, no, you know, I'm thinking like he won't, he will get eliminated. Like if he gets yeah. it wrong and oh, I've just felt so bad. Like that literally haunted me for like several yeah. legs. Cause it wasn't like we were going to get first, but we were going to yeah. get second. And it was like your own partner sabotaged you. And also like, that's the one competition you can help your partner on. I'm like, thank God I can't help my partner on all the other stuff. That's so funny. I didn't even know that because I didn't I didn't really get to, like, see or talk to you after you got yeah. it until at the end. And so mm-hmm. miss those little nuanced details. <laughs> so when, when it was all said and done, were you – I mean, I, you're not happy. I know nobody's ever happy when you're out. But, you know, just the experience in itself that you got to do, you know, how'd that feel? I mean, we felt so grateful to just be able to do the experience in the first place. And then once the race had kind of started, I don't know how to say this without being like a total downer, but you can look (laughs) around and be like, all right, like, I don't think we're going to win this thing. Let's (laughs) just do our best. And like, we were on the same page with that. Like, we'd always be like, we're definitely like in the next view, you know, because we were always at the bottom. And so by the time, like, I really wanted to make it to Africa because I had never been there. And so like making it to Africa for me was like a huge milestone of the race. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know what? We made it to Africa. Like, that was like what I wanted to do. And I mean, of course you want to win, but like realistically, we did, it didn't look likely that we were going to be winning this thing. So it wasn't like this huge devastating blow. It was like, you know what? We came out here, a couple of moms, a -hmm. female, female team, just, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. We tried our best. Didn't work out. It's fine. We had a great time. We got to see so many amazing things and it is what it is. Like, I definitely wouldn't, we weren't like just like massive devastation. We, we're very much grateful just for the opportunity and right. Yeah. And all, all the people we met mm-hmm. and getting to spend that time together. And it was just, it was great. What's weird, Brittany is like, I feel like we just met on the race, but I feel like we've been friends for so much longer than that, which is so weird, but that's the first yeah. time we've ever even seen each other. Right. I know. I know. It's so weird. That well, is I, weird. Yeah. It, we just have like this small community of big brother people and it's so interconnected and everybody knows everybody and mm-hmm. it's strange, but yeah, that was actually the first time that I've ever met you in person. And it blew my mind. Everyone who meets me always says like, Oh my gosh, you're so small. Like you're so much smaller than I thought you were. Mm-hmm. And when I met you, I was like, Oh, Nicole is my size. <laughs> I did not realize that we were like the exact same size, but we are. Yeah. So, uh, I get that a lot too. And I don't know how to take it. I'm like, but <laughs> yeah. then, dude, did you see my double chin angle on the freaking show last night? If you didn't, I, I did, oh. but I have looked so disgusting this oh entire. Oh my God. I was like, you they, guys are so critical. Of no, yourselves. it's like, do you know that they put the camera completely underneath and then they did like where you, you know how you can turn the lens. So it like tilts off. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know I was capable. I don't even see that when I accidentally <laughs> open my phone on my face. Like, like it was on the taxi floor. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was like on the floor. I'm like, oh my God, my parents look at me and they just like laugh. I'm like, what the hell? Like, no wonder that why people so- are like, you're so much smaller in real life. <laughs> like, That's so funny. Uh, I'm totally 
cynical of myself too. I'll be like, seriously, did I have to do another leg in the green shirt? Like, that's not flattering. Please change clothes. Like, put on something else that does not look good on you. I wore that freaking green shirt the entire race. And I wore the purple one. That's like, because it was really hard to find purple clothes. So once I found a purple shirt, I was like, done. Yeah, and, and, and not even that. When you find your most comfortable shirt... You know, when you're yeah. racing, that's what you like to wear the most, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I know you guys were together on Big Brother 14, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you guys are friends in real life and everything, but did you guys do anything to prep, like, communication-wise? Because I feel like if I was just put on a show traveling the world with, like, a friend, I would need to prep a little bit to be able yes, to communicate. We talked, we talked, like, every day mm. prior to so We would compare... Who's bringing what? Like, we tried not to double up on things. We tried to, like, share a lot of stuff. I mean, we talked almost every single day. And a lot of it was a wasted energy trying to figure out who else was going to be in the cast. <laughs> it was like, oh, my God, did you see on TMZ? Da-da-da. Like, it was so ridiculous. Like, we wasted a lot of time talking about who else was going to be there and trying to, like, size up the competition. But, um, yeah, we talked. We prepared. Like, I thought that we were going to be. I was like, okay, here's the deal. We're not going to be the most physical team on the race, but we're going to be the most prepared. We got mm-hmm. our gadgets. We got our, like, mega watch. We got our headlamp. <laughs> we got, like, we brought, like, all this stuff because I did, like, tons and tons of research into, like, different various alums of the show who have blogged about, like, what they packed and all this stuff. So I, like, read into their packing list and what we need and I was like, we're going to be so prepared. We're going to be so prepared. And lo and behold, we show up. And guess who was like twice as prepared as us? Eliza. Eliza <laughs> yeah. Eliza <laughs> Like, did you guys notice that their shoes didn't even tie? Yes. Yeah. They bought like magnetic closures. So I was that like, they that could, was smart. <laughs> right? I was like, I literally never even once thought about my shoelaces. Like, anyways. And, so I thought that we were going to be so, yeah. so, so prepared. But they actually were more prepared than we were. Vic and I didn't even bring a headlamp or a light. We we didn't. We were like idiots. We what did we pack like a real alarm clock? Uh, that was the best investment that I made. <laughs> yeah, but it was bulky. I don't care. I didn't want to. I had my watch and I put my alarm there too. But being able yeah. to just rely on my yeah. own clock that I brought. Yeah, that's that- true. I used my watch and like. I used my watch everywhere we went. It was like small and simple, but it was like a little alarm watch. And then whenever I got home, I could not figure out a way to turn the alarm totally <laughs> Mine off. went off this morning. Ours it's still been going, going off. off every day. Yes. I put, like, stuffed it like under some scarves in my closet. Like, please stop. I don't know how to get it to turn off. I can reset <laughs> the alarm to different times, but mm-hmm. I can't completely turn it off. Yeah. Every and morning, so, 8 a.m., in in our house, we hear it. It's seven forty five. I don't know even what a weird time because I feel like we never hardly got to sleep until seven forty five a.m. But it yeah. was like, didn't it seem like our mat times were always like two a.m. two a.m. <laughs> always, 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 always. It was so funny. Yeah, like you could sleep a day and a half, and then you're leaving super early in the morning. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, what, I, what was your favorite like food? Was yours? Mine. Ours was. Remember the buffet in Tokyo? Oh my gosh, that's what I was going to say. The breakfast buffet in Tokyo uh, was incredible. That was next um, level. We all agree on that. I will say that my favorite view while 
dining was in Laos. Do you guys remember how incredible that was? Yeah. Like we sat right out on the river and you could order fish that had come from the river. Mm-hmm. And it was so gorgeous. Like, oh, it was just beautiful. Like, I don't know. I I wasn't expecting it to be that pretty. That was my favorite place that we ever got to like sit and eat as far as like taking in the view. Yeah, because and, and you don't even expect that, you know, from from there. And next yeah. thing, you know, you go into their back patio area and you're like, oh my God. Like it was gorgeous. Yeah. It was so gorgeous. I abs- I loved Laos. I loved it so much. It was probably I think my favorite place that we went. Yeah. Okay. Do you care if we ask you questions that we have from our listeners? listeners? Oh yeah. Let's do it. What did the moms do during the downtime to get through missing home and their families? So <clears throat> I missed my kids probably too much. It was like a little bit to my detriment. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it was very wonderful to have Janelle as a partner because she would just distract me with lots of interesting stories from (laughs) her days, her yesteryear, like her times in Miami, Mm. like all these interesting stories just to kind of take my mind off. Now, a lot of us did have pictures, like Alyssa brought a lot of pictures of her kids, Rachel brought pictures. And occasionally we would like sit and like share pictures and tell stories and all that. But it was, it would make it harder on you if you mm-hmm. sat there just like wallowed in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so we would try to kind of like recover from it really quickly. Like, yeah, I remember, okay, but- I remember it hit you hard in Dubai when we were waiting uh, yeah, to get out of the airport. Sad. I don't know why I would just get in these like really, it's really understandable. Sad yeah. I'm sure. And when I was in that sad time, Nicole, you would always talk to me and you were always so nice to me and you like, you were the best. I loved having you there when I really like just needed somebody to give me a hug and like, let me cry for a minute. Yeah. Which honestly, when you got out, crap hit the fan. I mean, you saw the trailer, right? (laughs) (laughs) You were my like person that I would go to um, when I was feeling some type of way because I felt like we were always feeling the same. And yeah. we had such strong partners too. And it was just like, like, I don't know. It was so easy to talk to you. So once you left, I feel like you were there so much longer. Like, I, yeah. you, you know. You were in her memories. Yeah. Like, it was so weird. I was like, I feel like she was with me like the whole time. But um, yeah, you definitely helped me a lot. And we would only see each other like at the airport. Yeah, or, it was like airport time. But always, like, you would always talk to me and I would talk mm-hmm. to you about my kids and like. Yeah. If I was sad or depressed or whatever, like you always would just listen. You were just so sweet to me. Okay. So, it how, was nice. yeah, no, it really was. When you left, it, just wait till next week. Okay. Um, what, what did your husband do? Like while you were gone, did he, it says, so the question is, what did their spouses do at home to get through missing you? So I did like all these cute things for my kids before I left. Like I made a little paper chain where every day they would cut a piece of paper off for how many days I was going to be gone. Um, I like recorded myself reading some nighttime stories. Oh, wow. So they could like watch, watch me read them a nighttime story at night, That's which cute. like, oh my gosh, recording those was the worst. I mean, I was in the like, <laughs> pit of depression and despair to leave. <laughs> yeah, you're probably trying to hold the like, tears reading oh, and thinking you're yes. going to be gone. <laughs> of course, I pick these like sob story books that are like, I love you no matter how far away I am. And I'm like, <laughs> <"Crap."> <laughs> so I'm like totally choked up on these videos. But anyway, so I recorded like some videos of my kids, for my kids of me like reading these stories. 
And I made all of them like a little um, picture album of only pictures of myself with whichever kid. Oh, nice. And, um, so they all, even like my baby, I got her like a little baby photo Aww. album they can chew on and put pictures of me in it. So I did like all these cute little things mm-hmm. to make it more fun. But my mom actually came and stayed at my house. And my mother-in-law stayed some of the time as well, but my mom came and stayed. Um, and so my kids had a blast. They were like at Camp Gigi. Like they thought it was so fun right, yeah. to have my mom there. So my mom was there every day. And then my husband went to work as normal, but he was with them every night. And then on the weekends and he was just, you know, super dad. Like he can totally, he's a really like hands-on dad anyway. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was, it's not abnormal to have him like doing a lot with the kids by any means, but. I, I'm a stay-at-home mom, so I'm mm-hmm. definitely, like, a constant for them. But honestly, they had fun. And, like, today they really don't even remember it. Right. Like, I'll say, like, do you remember when mommy was on race? And I'll be like, yeah. But they they don't really remember it in a sense of, like, how long I was gone or anything yeah. like that. Like, to them, it's just like, oh, yeah, Gigi came and stayed at the house and we did crafts. And like, it was fun. Yeah, if your, like, mom's there, it makes you feel so much better, too. Just, like, even oh, leaving because yeah. that's how I would be. Like, if my mom's yeah. there, I'm good. That's the same thing as me being there, to be honest, you know? I, it was super – I was super fortunate that she was able to come and do that. And, let, you know, I, I have been staying home with my kids since Tilly was born, since before mm-hmm. Tilly was l- born, you know? And so – it was hard for me. It was, I think, much harder for me than it was on my kids. Like, on my kids, it was nothing. Right. They're hanging out with their dad and their mm-hmm. grandparents. But for me, it was like, I don't know. All I've done for the last seven years is, like, be a mom. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, for me, it was this huge, like, it was a huge deal. I was really hesitant to do it at all because right. I knew that I was going to have to be gone. And they were kind of, you know, at the beginning mm-hmm. it was like, okay, it's a 21 day film or a 22 day film. And I'm like, okay, 21 days. Can I do 21 days? But it actually ends up being like a month. Yeah. But you kind of like, Oh, I don't know. I just felt like mm-hmm. it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Like I have to do it, but it was totally, totally hard to leave my kids. So, so, so hard. So this is kind of going into that. Um, if you had to choose between Big Brother or The Amazing Race, which one, if any, would you do again and why? Would you do? Oh, I would definitely choose The Amazing Race because it's shorter. <laughs> like, I, <Yeah. laughs> I could never leave my kids for three months. But mm-hmm. from, if if you're not talking about, like, the logistics mm-hmm. of the game and you're just talking about the yeah. game and stuff, I would definitely choose Big Brother. It's, I don't know, it, I, I feel like I would stand a much better chance of winning the game of Big Brother than I would winning The Amazing Race. The Amazing Race is so fun, and it's mm-hmm. such a cool experience, but it's very physical. It's very physically taxing on you. Even I'm not even just talking about the challenge. I'm talking about just getting around and carrying that backpack around and oh, losing yeah. sleep and, you know, all those all these factors that are kind of like, underlying components it's also physically taxing that it's not really well suited to who i am as a competitor i feel like for sure same brother yes i agree so say from a game perspective Mm -hmm. i'd rather do big brother again yeah i feel the exact same way because on the race even watching myself i'm like god that's not me because you can just see i'm like 
I'm stressed about what's next. Like oh, there's yeah. no like, okay, comes over. I'm safe for the week. There's no feeling like that ever. You're and never freaking you, safe. Yeah, you're never safe. And when you have like an anxiety problem, like I mm-hmm. do, I mean, Me it's too. like, it just throws you for a freaking loop. Like you never just get to like feel relaxed. No, ever. You don't. Like even if you're in the airport waiting, you're stressing about what's going to come next. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's this constant, yeah, very constant stress. For, I feel like on Big Brother, once it's Monday and you have the power veto ceremony and you're exactly. not on the block, you're like, all right, I'm I'm chilling till Thursday. Like, yes, I'm, that's exactly it. it. And like us being more anxious than others, I bet like like Victor and Janelle, they handle the race a little bit better as far yeah. as the stress level because they're just like, it's fine. Like, it's where fine. I'm yeah. not, I'm freaking after the first leg. I'm just like trying to survive, survive, survive. And there's, there's literally never a break. Even when we're in our hotel and we know we got 12 hours of rest, it's like, I'm stressed that I'm not going to sleep eight of those hours. Yes. So it was, I mean, just, it's weird seeing myself because you can tell like, even in the confessionals, Victor's like talking. I can't even be goofy. I felt because I wasn't even, I was never comfortable ever. So similar to that. Like my personality is so much more just like humor mm-hmm. and like laughing and being sarcastic and the amazing race that you're so tightly wound and mm-hmm. you're so stressed out. You're not finding a lot of time to just like relish in like whatever is funny, you know, it's like, exactly. You're just so stressed. It's so stressful. And so like to have an attitude or, or I, I don't know if attitude's the right word, but to have the mindset, like, of Colin and Christy is invaluable mm-hmm. on the race because all that time that you and I are getting stress ulcers and making ourselves nauseated, mm-hmm. Christy is so at peace and like Zen mm-hmm. and just sending positive vibes out to yes. the universe. So then she gets them back during the leg and we're like, yeah, you know, that's like, like an incredible asset. Like oh, it for really sure. Is. And they weren't like, they, they got that after, I mean, this is, it's been 15 years since they've raced, but like yeah. for, I think Chrissy might always have been calm like that, but Colin too, like he, he's yeah. completely different mindset than the first time and everything. Yeah. And I think too that there's an aspect of it where you're probably similar, Nicole, where I'm just not like super confident in my physical abilities. Period. Yes, exactly. And so there's a huge amount to be said for that. Like if yeah. you're really confident that you can do it, then you're probably just not going to stress about it. But when you weigh a hundred pounds and you're carrying a backpack, that's 15% of your body weight around Mm -hmm. and your body is broken and shutting down and you're overdosing on ibuprofen every day just to get through. (laughs) (laughs) And you're not exactly feeling like, yeah, I got this. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like you're just so panicked. I don't even know how to describe it except for just 24 hour panic. And then like in big brother, you and I, we do feel more confident because it's a social game. It's a social game and you feel like a little physical, but yeah, mainly social game. And you and I can handle that. And there's a limit to the physicality too, because there's a big difference in standing on the side of a pirate ship for four hours (laughs) and like running through a dinosaur park for miles. Like there's a huge difference. Like they're limited to physicality in the Mm -hmm. parameters of that backyard. So, no, like I'm not going to be like at a complete loss. Like probably the hardest physical thing I had to do in big brother was crawl through that caramel. Oh yeah. 
that was like actually hard, but mm-hmm. like even I was able to do that. Like it was not like short lived. Yeah, it's short lived. It's not like this mm-hmm. super strenuous. You know. Yeah. I, I definitely feel more confident about my Big Brother skills than my race skills. That is for sure. And I like I feel felt the exact same way when I was. So I don't know if people know this, but you can can only do like six uh, roadblocks each. Yeah. Right, right. Is it like six or you have to, you have to like split them. So you have to do like 40% at least or yeah. something. Like, so, yeah. um, so how was, what was I going to say? Oh, so when it's like, like you, when you said put your best like person in, that's how thankfully we were kind of ahead of the pack from like when I had to do things like wh- when yeah. I did the music thing and all that, because I get in my own head, which is really bad for the race, but I get in my own head and like, I'll panic myself. So I perform 10 times worse. Like if I know I'm close to last, oh yeah, everyone around me safe because I'll panic myself into being last. Don't worry. Like, like, yeah, that's how I feel the exact same Mm -hmm. way. Yes. We were keeping count of who was doing the stuff. And that's why I was like, okay, no matter what it is today, I'm doing it. Like, that's why we had that conversation. Cause it was like, I'm going to have to do, I need to, cause I felt like we had made a couple of bad decisions, not bad because Janelle didn't perform well because she always did, but bad in the sense of it was an easier task that I could have done, which was like that dance thing. And, Mm -hmm. um, and so like, I should have, I felt like I should have done that because obviously that was in no way physical. And like, I could have totally handled it. And on a more physical task, we would need Janelle to do it, you know? Yeah. So yeah, you're always trying to find that balance of, of who should do what and you're given such limited information but if we had it our way Vic would do everything and Janelle would do everything and we'd be at peace like imagine how much more if if that was allowed you and I would have ran so much like better so much better and you know that used to be allowed I think that used to be it did I think and so, yeah, that would have been incredible. Yeah, because then we, 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 we wouldn't have stressed. Like, the stress of thinking about us, <laughs> yeah, the stress of us thinking about having to do something was just, like, enough to make us be like, okay, I'm panicked. Yeah, it's panicking. It's so crazy. Brittany, thank you so much uh, for being on the show with us. We really appreciate it. Uh, we're oh, sad. Oh, Janelle's, like, walking in the door. Do you want to have her on for a sec? Sorry, I went out till 4 in the morning last night. No, that's okay. That's okay. Like, is there something that you want to talk about or Victor? Okay. Yeah. It was super stressful. Like our day started out so horrible in Uganda with that horrible cab driver. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It was literally like, honestly, the, obviously the worst leg that we ever ran. Like it was so bad. Because of the traffic though. It's not like you guys were physically running like a bad leg. You know, you were just... Right? It was just the traffic. Yeah, like we got the steps counted just fine. Mm-hmm. Like no problem. It was just like it was bad luck. Driver. It was bad luck, bad traffic. And then yeah. The cab driver set us so far behind that if that wouldn't have happened I would have done the challenge. Yeah, she would have done the challenge. We would probably still we would have been in the race because Yeah. Yeah, I was a... so shocked when Brittany said, you do it. I was just like, what? I know. We had had like, what? So, we had had these conversations about how Brittany was going to do it. And I was like, you do it. I'm I was just so like, panicked. I was yeah. So and panicked. I was like, whoa, okay. And that, so I just wasn't mentally prepared because she was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Because yeah. I haven't like done one in a while. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. You got to mentally prepare like 
um, if I knew that it was my turn to do something, I was thinking about it the whole entire time. Like, what's yeah, it going to okay. be? And like, and also for you, Janelle, like you didn't have a lot of people around you. And when you're by yourself at the market, like it's already over, like so commotion-y that you'd get distracted. You wouldn't see like, you know, the cooking stations. I had, Victor thought when we picked Victor, he thought it was a Rolex watch as well. And, um, I, but we were there with two, three other teams and they figured it yep. out together. Exactly. So, like, so it's basically like, and the- it was also just panic because we knew we were in last place. So she didn't feel like I have time to sit here and figure something out. Right. It was just go, it go, was, it go, was like go. complete panic. So I was like, we are in last. We were like, in we last. Suck. Like we yeah. knew that this was like do or die. And so she just took off. You if, know? if the competition was running through the market fastest in the longest, <laughs> you would have won Janelle because your <laughs> energy <laughs> was insane. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> So, I oh mean, she God. was just gone. You guys don't even understand. Like, I just, I was in running. one, I'm standing one place. Like she's shopping for groceries. Mm-hmm. She was gone. I never saw her again. Like she, it wasn't like she stayed around, you know, she went way off into like other parts the of the market. So we were, the area we were in was called like the restaurant area, which like where all the food was. She wasn't in the area. She went to like men's clothing or whatever. I like vendors. I actually found watch shops. Oh my gosh, that is that's insane. How much yeah. were the watches? Do you remember? They were just they were complete garbage. They didn't even have an imitation like Gucci. It was just like no Ro- no Rolexes, you know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so. no, it was it was kind of crazy because I like I said like Nicole said I I did think it was a, building a, a, a watch a watch and I was like oh I could build a watch I love watches yeah that's and, what I thought. I'm like I'm building a watch yeah and that's what he told the cameraman Vic's like uh. Oh yeah, I love watches, so I'll do it. And then I was like, "Oh, it's cooking." Yeah, and then it's like, "Oh, roll yeah. eggs." <laughs> yeah, roll eggs. Oh, that makes gosh. more sense. That makes a lot more sense. I mean, Brittany should have stuck to the plan, and Brittany did not stick to the plan. Brittany, <laughs> Brittany panicked and said, "You do it, Janelle. Save us. Save us." I would have done the same thing, though. Like, save I'm, us. Like, I'm not strong enough. Out. So, Janelle. What? Uh, uh, Janelle, out of all the places that we went, what was what was the place that you liked the most? I guess you know, out of out of out of all the countries that Tokyo, we went. Tokyo by far. Yeah, because of the breakfast buffet, or because of why? <laughs> well, I just I love big cities. Like uh, I love Tokyo. I've always wanted to go there. I recently found out I'm Asian. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Did you do one yes. of those DNA ancestry things? Yeah, I did a 23andMe test, mm. and I am mostly Norwegian and Polish, but, like, my grandmother's half Asian. Oh. So, for the longest time, I thought I was, like, Native American. Oh, but my not- gosh. That's that's cool. Vic and we have those. We got to get yeah, those done. Yeah, we, we got them December for Christmas, and they've just They're been sitting in a drawer. Cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're so fun. I've done one, too. Oh, you did? Yeah. Uh, Which I... I do. I am partially Native American, but I already knew that. Mm. I'm like legit. Like, I'm a tribe member. Oh. I have like tribal tags <laughs> on my car. And, like, I belong to the Cherokee Nation, so I already knew it. But yes, the 23andMe was really cool. Oh, that's cool. That is really neat. Um, well, and and do you, would you know how to get to Shiba Cohen this time if if you went? To- oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> all about it. That was that was a big misstep on Brittany's part too. Um, I when it said you had to go to the station, 
to me, the station doesn't mean the subway stop above the the street. To me, the station mm-hmm. is actually is underground. Like it's like the the train. Yeah, because you 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 like New York. You used to live in New York, so that's what it would be like, right? I was so confident about that decision. I was like, no, it says we have to go to the station. Like we're going underground right now. Like there's going to be a clue box down inside the station. Like mm-hmm. that's really what I thought. Because you guys I, were like winning the leg. You guys were kicking everyone's butt. Like I'm like, oh my god, they really are comp beasts. Like look at them go. <laughs> It was more like a reference point. Like, mm-hmm. it was like, make your way to the station and then look for, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it did not mean that you needed to go into the station. The clue simply meant, like, use this station as a reference for where you should start looking. Mm-hmm. And I didn't take it that way. I, like, really overanalyzed that clue and was like, we have to go down. We have to go down. I was so confident. So I was like, no, we're doing the right thing for sure. Oh <laughs> and Janelle, you getting the freaking chocolate sandal on the first try, that was... I cannot believe that because Victor bit like what thirty some or forty some sandals. Like forty two, something like that. I wouldn't have. I I went to go pee and they kept banging on the doors and they're like, "You gotta go." Janelle got it. Like I didn't even have time to use the restroom. That's how fast she got that chocolate shoe. Like as soon as we got there, I was like, "I gotta go use the restroom." And I could. I they were banging on the door for me to come out because she had already. This is from our listeners. Um, so if you had to choose between Big Brother or The Amazing Race, which one, if any, would you do again and why? Oh my God. Big Brother is such a better show, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, me and Britt talked so much shit, so (laughs) I'm just more Big Brother. I like the good lighting. You know, you can do your hair, you can do your makeup, you can lounge around. Mm -hmm. Um, I said the same thing. It's more comfortable. You know what though? You are actually good at race too. I'm not like, I'm not good at the race. So I have to say my brother, cause it's just more in my wheelhouse, but you are actually good at both shows. You just like the, like more, the comfort of big brother. I like more. the comfort. Like I yeah. like, and it's just, Oh God, I looked so crappy on that show. No, the face. I was telling Brittany like about my double <laughs> chin views and everything. I think we all, you guys look, look like really shit. good. No, everyone looks like shit because we're like running around in Asia. Like it's, it's 100 degrees, 90% humidity. And There's- not just that, but Janelle and I were traveling so minimalistically. We had nothing Because with like us. I was so weak. Like we we're tra- our goal was to make our backpacks weigh like what? Like 11, nine, nine, 11 nine pounds. To 10 pounds. So we were like carrying hardly anything with us and the beauty products are among the top things that have to go you know what I mean? oh like, yeah for sure you can't have that weight and so i think we, I, I brought like i brought mascara because i didn't get the lashes which looking back you guys look good with your lashes i should have done that i had mascara blush and foundation and yeah yeah that was, that was it we had little eyeshadow pots they were both neutrals one was like <laughs> Nude, and one was like a little bit more brown, and that's the only eyeshadow we had. And we would share that those same two little colors of eyeshadow. Like you know, you just you kept everything really, really minimal. Mm-hmm. And I, we got those lashes only so that we wouldn't have to carry mascara. No, yeah. and they looked good. Like when you woke up on the plane and stuff, like it was they like always looked good. And then we won't have to carry mascara right. at all for sure. So it was really like coming down to 
just trying to cut weight. It was like, okay, what can we mm-hmm. cut? Well, if we get splashes, we don't have to carry mascara. And the mascara was running down my face in Laos because I got wet from the oh, elephant. Me. So I'm like, oh my gosh. That's like an ugly look for me. But anyways. Those lashes were a good investment they were. for, the, for we, that purpose. We didn't like wearing them, but it was no, like, okay, were, this is nice. They were kind of uncomfortable, but it kept us from having to like carry even more stuff around. Mm-hmm. But no, thank you. Thank you guys so much uh, for being on the show. Thank you, Brittany. Uh, thank you, Janelle. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I guess uh, we'll we'll see you guys soon. Okay. Bye. I'm excited to see you guys. We're thank excited you to see so you much. too. Bye. So I hope you enjoyed uh, our conversation uh, with Brittany and the little bit that we had with Janelle. And now I want to test Nicole. All right. I got the Spanish word of the day for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So the Spanish word of the day is reloj. Can you say it better? Reloj. Say it like how I'd say it, though. You always got to do that. Hey, mm. I don't know if you're saying Raylo, Halo. Okay, Raylo. Raylo. Yeah, Raylo. Rolex. Watch. Watch. Oh, dang, I'm good. Because <laughs> it sounds the same. Is that why? Yeah, like... What R, it's R-E-L-O-J. Yeah, exactly. Sounds like Rolex. Watch. <laughs> I try to make it easier for you today. No, honestly, that was really good of me, right? No, it was... I, I picked this one hoping that you would get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, I don't, I, it's because it's nice when you get it, you know? It is. It's a change of pace. So, relo is how you say it. The J in Spanish is an H. Okay. So, uh, relo. Relo. Anyway. Uh, So, I hope you guys, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, the segment. And also, if you guys ever want to travel to the Pearl of Africa, you know, you guys can always go to Travelocity. Or Dubai. Dubai is super popular and I heard about their awesome food. Yes. Actually, we had some amazing food in Dubai. We stayed in this awesome like palace hotel. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought I was royalty, honestly. We yeah. had, we even had uh, robes that were like perfect height for each other. Like I had a nice long robe. Mm-hmm. She had a shorter robe for her. I mean, it was one of the nicest places that we stayed yeah. by far. It was in Dubai. Um but if you want to stay anywhere that we go on The Amazing mm-hmm. Race, you can go to www.travelocity.com slash amazingdestinations. Yep. And they'll literally have like all the best places to stay at the lowest prices. They price match, guarantee everything. So and it's like basically doing what we did for the race. And you know they give them like the best prices. Except you can relax. Except you can relax. <laughs> you don't got to race. <laughs> you don't have to race. Uh, and then you can use our code, uh, which is COCO, C-O-C-O, to get 10% off uh, on your bookings. That's awesome. All right, guys. So we're going to do our reviews now at the end of the episode because we just thought it made more sense to tie it in to where you can rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, and as we always do, Nicole's going to... Take us away with the lovely reviews that you guys leave for us. Thank you so much. This one's from Devin W. Hashtag relatable. Five stars. This podcast is real. I listen to a lot of podcasts of reality show people. This is the most relatable, down-to-earth, and fun podcast. You tackle real issues as well as bring on other fun guests. It's such a mix that works so well. And now they are even doing amazing race recaps. It's even more fun hearing the behind the scenes of the episodes. Love these two. Awesome! Thank you so much. Uh, we enjoy doing uh, we enjoy doing these recaps for mm-hmm. you guys. Um, so this one's called "What Took Me So Long" by D Marts sixteen. 
I have been enjoying this podcast so much. Normally, I find myself losing interest and casually checking in and out while having a podcast play in the background, but not this one. I feel so involved and intrigued in their conversations. They are killing it. I can't believe it took me this long to find out about Coco Caliente. That one sounds familiar, too. It does? I don't know if, like... Yeah, but I think like we pick ones that people say what we like. They say like good things, obviously. Yeah. And so, if that was repeated, I'm sorry. Yeah, but- same here. If our, he thinks mine was repeated, and I think his <laughs> could be repeated. But we're like, no, I didn't read that before because there's there's a lot to choose. And we're from. constantly reading reviews, even if we don't read them on the show. Exactly. So, so I'm like, did I read this on the show or just? In my head, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, but anyway, you guys, uh, where you can leave a review because people ask us this all the time is on Apple Podcasts. Apple so Podcasts, the, the purple, way to go. Which I don't, I wouldn't know what that means. Um, so it's the little purple app on your phone titled Podcast. If you have an iPhone, and you just go on there and you can search Coco Caliente, and then you just click on us. Yeah, um, or you can do it online too. Uh, you can log into yeah. your Apple account online and, and do that as well. Um, so obviously you can listen to the podcast where you're listening right now, or you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, like I said, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It's much appreciated, and we really love the support. Uh, you can also listen uh, and buy merchandise at www.cococalientepodcast.com. Which we've been selling stuff like quite a bit lately, so people must just go check it out. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, it like, is I'll be cool. Like, oh, we got some orders today. And it's really a one-stop shop. Like You can just go in there and listen to podcasts there. It makes it so easier. You can yeah. just like bookmark it on your phone and, and just go straight there. Um, but thank you guys so much, and uh, we hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you. Thank you.